Blog Talk Radio. This is a year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't not They literally stay right here. All right, y'all. I am here, and it church is in session. It is Sunday, December 8th, 2019, and I just want to start the show out by giving a howl, like just a huge, like, oh, like for the week. Um, Several things popped up this week that were reminding me of who I was and what I was put here to do. And I had a week last week of grace. I had a week last week of um, mercy and understanding and healing. And every day, you know, should be a healing experience for you. So whether you take someone's situation and adopt it as your own and try to understand why they made choices and decisions, especially around the holidays when we have to forgive our parents and we have to forgive people that wronged us. And I've been in such a place of healing without making this a Tell the Truth Tuesday show because we'll get to that on Tuesday. I've been in such a place of healing that I think that people forgot that I'm still the God of something, right? I don't like the word goddess because it's just, for me, I'm just a God across the, the, the bridge, right? So when you are functioning in your king and queen self, that is a very mortal and earthly thing to do. It's very mortal. It means that you are here, you are existing in this realm, and you're understanding what's going on. So I watched my little cousin and her husband get married, you know, um, last week, and that's very kingly and queenish and things of such. But when you become a god, you graduate past all of that. And a lot of people that have been around me lately are gods and goddesses that are unable to conceive or unable to have more than one or having issues with fertility. And just to let you know, I don't don't mean to be funny, but that is a very much a God characteristic because one of the ways that one of the simplest and easiest ways to harm a God is through their children. And that's why a lot of us are stricken with the inability to conceive or something happens to our reproductive organs where we are unable to conceive because our purpose here is greater than that of reproduction. Whereas when you are, and this is, you can look this up, when you are in king and queen status, and there are gods that reproduce, but they reproduced other gods. You understand what I'm saying? So maybe the person that you're with is not who you are supposed to be sharing children with, and that's something you need to look into. So, you know, like people always question me and ask me why I don't hate my husband. I'm like, why would I? He gave me my son. So I really don't say things like, oh, because I loved him so much, because I did. But I say because we had a son. And for whatever reason, that relationship dissolved years later, we had our son out of it. And so I could never hate the person that gave me this young king currently who will develop into a god with my help and the family's help. So I watched my cousin get married last week, and it just was a lot of lovey feelings, and um, I saw the love, right? Um, But I saw the work, and I saw how they were going to evolve into a beautiful couple and celestial beings. During this time of great love, right, 
it's funny because people think because because I really do I, I write in my books that I hate love I just I hate it because it clouds the memory right it clouds our vision it it but unfortunately um, love is the highest vibration that there is. So I had to explain to somebody this week that when you mix love, which is the highest vibration there is, with sex, which is the highest ritualistic thing that you could possibly do, right, because you should know every inch on your partner or your lover's body. You should know what they taste like. You should ingest them, right? These are all ritualistic things. And then when you mix that with love, you have a recipe for what people are calling these traumatized and these karmic bonds that is actually not a karmic bond. A karmic bond is something that I spoke about, um, I think it was a week or two weeks ago, where I physically saw somebody and it was like time stopped, right? Not love at first sight because it's not love, right? It's this slow, seething seduction, right? But what it is is that karmically I know I've seen this person before. And the mistakes that I'm making in this time right now, today, are mistakes that I've literally made for the past, like, seven years. It's literally just regurgitated the same exact person in a different bow, in a different box. And so part of my healing was saying, you know, I beat myself up. And I want to say this to all of us who are out there healing and healing others and really coming down hard on ourselves because there's a lot of information out there and memes out there that will have you. Like, don't base your religion on memes. Your religion is you. You are the church. Your body is the church. Your mind is the church. That's your temple, right? So whatever you believe in and whatever you regurgitate, that is your church, right? That's your religion, the thing that you do every single day. And uh, so you'll see I saw a meme and it said something like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, and that's true, right? But when you're a healer or when you're someone like me that does shadow work and someone who works with broken people, that doesn't mean that I'm broken. That doesn't mean that I myself am a demon or a shadow. It just means I see you. So I'm acknowledging this behavior so that I can help you. So that's why it's easy for me now that looking back on it um, currently, it's easy for me to sit out of sexual situations and take a look at who people are before engaging with them because um, I know that I'm not just going to put my hands on you or touch you or put my mouth on you, and this is just going to be a one and done. I've never had a one-night stand. It's just it's never happened, not going to happen because I'm trying to connect with you, and sex is the best way to do that. But sex is at the end, not the beginning. For those of you that participate in that type of ritualistic behavior, that's you. That's just not what I do. And and no shame because I defend y'all. But um. Lately, I've been seeing these memes that are like, you know, well, if you keep saying that all men ain't shit, then you must have not shit pussy, right? That's not true. You might have healer pussy. You might have nurturing pussy. You might have, you know, let me help this man get himself together pussy, right? You can't read a meme and think that it resonates with you just because that's what you're going through at the time. And... So it was very difficult for me, and I really just learned in this last 30 days that it's not me that's broken. It's the men that I'm I'm attracting that are broken because, like, if, if we ever meet in person, I'm this, like, big light. So even though I work in the shadows, my sister Lisa always tells me, she's like, yeah, Denise, you may acknowledge darkness and, you know, live in the shadows and you don't mind the dark, right? Go outside in the moonlight, play, you know, my nickname is Luna to several people, but um, because I am governed by the moon, but... She goes, you have this big light. And so it doesn't matter if I'm in California, if I'm in Bangladesh, if I'm in Paris, if I'm in Mexico. I attract these light beings, right? But I also attract what's broken, not because I'm broken. And I just learned this 30 days ago. Not because I'm broken, but because they're coming to me for help. So remember I told y'all a couple weeks ago that some people don't want help. They want attention. Right? So I said, if you're tired of people kicking you when you're down, stay the fuck off the floor. Yeah, remember I told you that. And if you're not following me, follow me on Instagram at miss.d.scott. I really don't like giving out my Facebook because Facebook is a little private for me. And some of y'all are weird as fuck, and y'all be saying and doing things that I do not appreciate <laughs> in my inbox. So for me, um, I, I, I was in a space of love, and I was ready to receive love going into 2020. Um, the Hood Healer, y'all know I absolutely love her, and the Trap Witch, 
um, on Instagram has really been resonating with me and recently. So I deleted the trap, which a couple years ago, and I sent her an email apologizing to her about that because things she was saying and doing, it was part of her journey because she used to be a sex worker. Beautiful. She actually looks like she could be in my family. She's out of um, Atlanta, Georgia. She's out of Atlanta, Georgia. So she does these retreats and things like that. And lately it's almost like she's been – to me, they're affirmations. It's not. It's not just a resonation. You know, it's it's a it's an affirmation. Like, okay, this is what I think. This is what this person thinks. This is you know probably what it is. And so, I knew that taking a leave of absence from dating and from men from 2019 was for me. It wasn't because you know. Well, somebody did do me dirty, but it really wasn't because of that. It's not nothing that never happened before. We get over it. We heal. But it really was for me to focus on because I make a lot of money when I'm not with men. It's just it's a fact across the board. So that's why I kept putting in the universe that the next person that I wanted to be intimate with, I wanted him to be my partner. So it, it was it was bigger than just like my boyfriend because who dates a boy, right? We're grown. So then I find that. Right. And then I have to look at myself in these very real situations. And so there was a situation that arose a week ago um, that I had to talk to CH about. And I told you guys about that and where she was like, you're not really a healer if you leave this person alone because they need you and they need help. But now I have to retract that statement and go back and have a conversation with CH about how he had me fucked up. That particular human being had me all the way the fucked up. And the reason that I say that is that. As a healer, it's like you don't need to get beat up on. If you're trying to help someone, you don't get to take my help and then disrespect me. Or, you know, my mom was very clear on several things, and one of them was if you take money from me or if you take anything out of this house, you don't get to disrespect me, right? So when people take things from me, whether it's some pussy, some money, you know, just some advice, whatever, and you disrespect me, you turn around and disrespect me, I am so through the roof agitated. It's definitely not a queen's response or a queen's reproach. See, a queen's job is literally legacy, family, a name, her kingdom, and her court. That's why they say God saved the queen, right? But if I'm already a god, I'm past the queen earthly shit, right? If you're already a goddess, you're past the earthly things, which means that wrath has to be part of your repertoire because if you are in a place of great peace, 99% of the time you did not get to peace without war and you didn't get there without chaos. And that's why you're able to be so peaceful is because you know what it's going to look like if you have to activate the side effects, okay? So one of my favorite people on planet Earth is Mike Tyson. I really, truly believe that I should have married him in another life form. He is also a cancer. He is a protector. He's a heavyweight fighter. And I remember meeting him back in the 90s, and he was just so larger than life, even though he's short, stocky. But to me, I was never scared of him. Like, I was never scared of him when we saw him in New York City. Like, I just was always, like, you just knew, like, no one was coming up in there fucking with nobody. And, um... He had this documentary where he was talking about his relationships. The Robin Givens thing really hurt my feelings, the whole rape situation that hurt my feelings, because I don't feel that he did it. Say what you want to say. And I've always loved Mike Tyson because we know that he is capable of great wrath, right? And there is something about him that lets you know, let me do, you know what, let me leave this old man alone. Okay, and his son is the same way. His son is a young king. Uh, we just saw him beat up. I posted something about this some months ago where his son beat up some guy that was bullying people in a boxing ring. Very, very much his father's child. So Mike Tyson had this documentary out, and he was talking. He was walking on the beach. It was hilarious. And he's talking about, he's like, I don't want to be loved. He said, I want to love on people. That's a very cancer thing to do. Cancers will... Um, most water signs just want to love on you, right? And we don't take anything in return, but this also causes a depletion. And that depletion, because you don't love us back, makes us very angry, right? So even though we didn't ask you to love us, we just assume that because we are this way that you should love us back. And Mike Tyson says, he says, I don't want to be loved. 
He says, I want to do the loving. He was like, I don't, I don't want to love somebody. He's like, I want to ravish them. I want to, you know, just eat them up and just, you know, and it's a very smothering love, right, from a, this particular cancer male. Scorpios are the same way, and, and all the water signs are this way. It's, it's funny because there's a meme going around saying that two water signs in a relationship is like two people on life support. Like, they can't live without each other can't function at all like it's like the end of the world because everything is the end of the world right because we are ruled by the moon and the moon rules the waters and so on and so forth if you do your studying so but with mike tyson we know there is great wrath that's a god so he may have been a gladiator he may have been a king while he's mortal but to me he is a god because he's somebody that i've also watched in an interview where someone he was trying to talk about his show the undisputed truth which literally every time i try to go to vegas and see it it's sold out and he's talking about Gustamato, all these other things, Gustamato. And so you look at this man that's this, this shell of a man that has been abused, downtrodden, you know, misrepresented, accused of things he didn't do, and he's still trying to be calm and be cool and take care of his kids, right, because he has a young daughter that's actually a tennis pro, going to be a tennis pro. And so I'll never forget this interview. Saladin tagged me in it, and he was, the, you know, he's talking about his show, and the interviewer's like, yeah, so what about the rape allegations and this, this, and this? And Mike Tyson, like, looks at him like, what? He's like, yo, we talking about my new show. I'm in Toronto because, you know, Toronto's right by me. And he says, um, and he's sitting there, and you can see him seething in the interview, and the dude's talking to him, and he says, you know what, in mid-sentence, Mike Tyson looks at him, and he says, you're a piece of shit, you know, he said, you, you, you tried to dis- disrespect me, you tried to embarrass me, you're a piece of shit, he said, I'd have beat your ass, like, he basically was like, you really tried it, and that's how I feel when people take, and it's not even taking kindness for a weakness, that, that would suggest that you were weak, I'm not weak, you're taking the fact that I'm allowing you a pardon. That's what this is, is a pardon. And you're assuming that I'm not going to retaliate because I did not in the past 30 days, 60 days, or whatever. Listen to me. Listen to me. I literally have waited years to avenge my name, my honor, and whatever it is that I do. And I promise you, no witchcraft involved. I don't need to talk to the moon about you. You will not succeed in anything you do when you cross me it's just it's an actual fact listen I'm going to start putting together a portfolio newspaper clippings car accident like just I'm just going to put together some things so that you know it's not even just Wu-Tang Clan it ain't nothing to fuck with I'm not either and so when people disrespect my time I'm not even going to glorify the situation with any dignity or a response like you got to know that you got to get something for that Right, and so it's funny because somebody said to me, you know, we need to stop with the threats. Bitch, I'm a god. I don't, I don't threaten anyone. What, what is going to be is going to be, okay? And so I, I literally, I, I was trying to figure out how to formulate the show today because y'all know I just go off the rip, you know. And um, definitely a rest in peace to the young 21-year-old rapper that just died. My son woke up. He was very visually moved by it, um, 21 years old. And um, he passed away. They said he died of a seizure and um, at the airport, which was very weird uh, because, you know, we, we all want to assume, you know, that it was something because why would a 21-year-old have a seizure, right? But I don't judge, so I don't know. And um, I just feel like my, you know, my purpose here is not, to be funny like my purpose here is not to entertain y'all you know my purpose here is to make sure that we're all doing the work right so if we're not doing the work what is it exactly that we're doing you know what 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 are we doing you know so I don't know um what it is that we can do to move forward, but at this point, there are several people that have confused me with a mere mortal, and so as a result, I'm not going to play with y'all, so I was just reminded on my Instagram today that today marks the anniversary of when Diddy in 2014 slapped fire out of Drake for trying to come at one of his women, okay, I'm going to take a sip to that, mm. And somebody posted and said, Diddy from the 90s, he don't play that shit. 
So a lot of y'all, you know what I'm saying, that think it's It's not just about the 90s. Like, Diddy is a god in his own way. And when you are talking to people, this is, this is how you know that you're of godly stature. When the way that people talk to you, like, for example, I have people all the time at my job, and they'll be, like, very nonchalantly, like, here, take this. And I'm like, no. Or when you command me to do something, no. I, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. it it's, it's like some sort of oppositional defiance, but it's really just beneath me to even dignify you with a response as to why you should get up and throw that out yourself. No one's a waitress here. I mean, we've done that, but no one's a waitress, so I'm not doing that. You do it, ma'am and sir. So I hate, I, 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 it, it is, wrath is my favorite demon of all time. Like he or she, it is, she just, she comes in like a thief in the night, and she just, she protects me, she invokes and embodies everything about me such to the point where when I come to from the blackout, of what I had to say or what I had to do to protect myself or my family or my brand, I don't even recall, okay? I don't recall at all what I said or what I did to you. I don't. And so that's a scary thing, right? And it's not it's, it's because I am um, someone that's prone to violence, right, which is why I'm attracted to men that can fight or I'm attracted to men that can protect me because in other at other times I've been unprotected by those same men. Right. So how do we protect ourselves? We tell the truth. Right. So Meadow Tarot the other day and she's on Instagram at Meadow underscore Tarot. She's one of my babies. She's out in uh, Haiti, actual Haiti, like where they really, you know, get down. And she posted something the other day and she says, insert, you know, what you are here. And she says, I am Sherry, goddess of X, Y and Z and my you know, my goal is to do X, Y, and Z on earth, and you should fear me because X, Y, and Z. And I, and it's so funny because I was going to actually email her today and talk to her today because I needed to talk to her about some issues that I was having. And um, it's crazy because I wrote, she says, I am Sherry, and she spells her name almost like my mother, which, you know, that's not a coincidence. She says, goddess of all about that I cannot, bringer of this year, fear me because you have a lot to worry about. So I said, I am Denise, god of truth, protector of pure hearts. You should fear me because I am a mother to many, and my deeds don't go unnoticed, nor does my truth or wrath. And she's like, yo, this is exactly who you are. And... I commented back and I said, I understand it now. I was a mother before I even had a child. So my shadows attract other people's shadows, and they just want to be acknowledged. So I see you. I see all of you. That's actually who I see first. And the, the shadow is what needs the nurturing. The mask is the, the shell, the mask that we wear every day. That doesn't need to be nurtured. You figure, that, that's your ego. You feed that every day. Feed the little shadow in the corner that's starving to death, that pops out, when you're in crisis or trauma to defend or protect you because that's what it was created to do, right? So I said they just want to be acknowledged, and the only way is through truth. So when you can heal, once you heal, you're honest with yourself and you release your past. And so it made me think about who I was, and I'm proud of the fact that I do work in the shadows and I do understand people in the shadows and I see your shadows, but at the same time, if you know that I see your shadow, why do you play with me as if I don't have the ability, capability, and the power to just wreck your whole life? Your whole life. Because you tried to come at me with malintent and untruth or impure heart. I cannot take that. I can't take that. I told you before, like, I don't have a problem with a man being a man. I don't have a problem with a girl being a bitch. I don't have a problem with it. Just don't come to me under false pretenses because when you do it, the minute that you do it, I'm going to sniff it out. And I told you I was so embarrassed recently because I put a lot of stock in someone that I thought was pure of heart. And the reason, there's a, there's a reason that I thought this person was pure of heart because they present as a child. Their shadow is still a child. It never matured. It never grew. It's in a corner. It is a cowardly little boy. 
right? So that's really what I was attracted to. So that's the part that I wanted to nurture on and love on and all that other stuff. But when you realize that that shadow is in the casing of a grown-ass man who can't say yes, no, you know, is indifferent to everything, I have no tolerance for that. And so when I have to start spending money or spending time, we have a problem, okay? Because the number one thing you're going to you're gonna pay me for my time or my inconvenience. I don't pay money to go get my feelings hurt. I'm not going to go pay money for you to disappoint me, right? Which is why I sat out of dating for so long because everything was a disappointment because I can see right through you. This particular person was a test for me, though, because I couldn't see because the child in this person that's begging to be loved on, begging to be held, begging to be kissed on the face and things like that, that's who presented to me, right? And it's not like a spooky thing. It's not like, you know, little ghosts and shit, you know, are coming to me. That's not what it is. So sometimes, ladies, don't beat yourself up. And men, too, don't beat yourself up for being a captain save-a-ho. You know, I had somebody the other day, like about a month ago, tell me, like, I ain't no trick. And I was like, hold on now. I was like, a trick is somebody that does something for everybody, right? But can we just have an appreciation for a real trick, though? Like a real trick, like a real John, like a dude, like because what that means is that you are financially secure enough to let every woman that you deal with know that you care about her in $40 of a way, right? You got $40 for all your hoes, you doing what, right? And you just praying that $40 later, six hoes later, that they can return that favor to you one day when you're old and when you got white walls on your caddy. So I appreciate a trick that tell me he a trick because that's what he does. There are That's what we call a giver, but then we shame the trick. And I said, no, I was talking to my, my people, and I said, no, a trick is somebody that do the same thing for everybody. So I'm not special. So what's the difference of a trick and community dick? There's no difference. Community dick is the same thing as a trick. You're a trick. You're giving everybody the same thing that you gave me. But see, the difference is I don't want $40. I have $40. I might want 40 acres, but I don't have 40 I don't need $40, right? Can we have an appreciation to the people that give without, without wanting to receive anything in return? They just want to see you happy. That's really what a trick is. Am I glorifying a trick? Absolutely not. I'm just saying a lot of y'all criticize positions that you're not even in a position to play. I don't criticize no stripper, get your money, baby. I don't criticize no hoe. I don't criticize no girl that that sexually fluid, whatever, no man, whatever. Do what you do, whatever makes you happy. As long as you ain't cutting into my bread, I don't care, right? So we have to get out of shaming people for being who they really are and thinking that your dick or your coochie is what's attracting what you're getting. It is true, right? But, like, for example, I have to decipher between healer Denise, like, and not healer, like I'm going to put my hands on you and say some, you know, Hail Marys or, you know, Ram Yoga, you know, some yoga stuff. No, I'm talking about healer in the sense of my healing comes from my words, right? It comes from me being a nurturer. It comes from me wanting to take care of you just intrinsically off the bat. That's just how I am, right? I'm not, I'm not necessarily a good person, but that's just literally how I am, right? I want to feed you. I want to make sure you're good. Like, this is what I do whether it's mentally or physically. I have to learn in dating, and this is, dude, I'm telling you right now, every time you think you've mastered something, the universe is like, but wait, there's more, like a 90s infomercial. I thought I had mastered grace and mercy. That was the lesson I really needed to learn in 2019, not to have so much wrath, right? So now that I learned that lesson, it's like, okay, now let me school you about these men and why you keep getting these men. And thank God for beautiful C. Asia because she, she schooled me on that too. But I know that Asia would never co-sign, nor would any of my friends, me staying with a man that is wasting my time or that takes me as a joke or doesn't see me for the guy that I actually really am and doesn't see the power that I have to destroy every single thing that you touch because you disrespected me and you lied, right? Or because those lies, like, I could tell you some stories about dudes that was in whole relationships that were trying to have relationships with me, talking about wanting to have babies, wanting to get married, motherfuckers was already married. Like, this is the type of stuff that you deal with when you have the little boy in the corner. The little boy in the corner that's scared to go tell Massa's daughter that he's not happy because really maybe he is happy. He doesn't know what happy is. 
And y'all remember, that was a direct quote from me in 2013 when I first wrote Stay in Your Lane, The Diary of a Hot Mess, is I was like, people relate to pain more than happiness because pain is always evident. Somebody can tell you 100 times over how they've been hurt in their life, but a lot of people can't tell you how they were happy, right? Because intrinsically, a lot of us are not happy. I'm happy to motherfucker every day. I'm happy. I'm just happy to be here. Right, I I no longer travel to places because that's where everybody wants to go. I travel to places because I want to see what it feels like there. I want to see what it felt like to dive in a cave where I knew that hundreds of thousands of people died, and a cave that looks like a skull based on one of my deities, Santísima Muerte, in in Mexico. I went to California because I wanted to see what that felt like. I didn't care about Melrose and Hollywood, the sign. I didn't do any of that stuff, and I've been going to California for years. I went to Vegas because I want. I'm, I'm a water sign, right? So I want to see what it feels like to be in the desert. Those are the experiences. So when I'm dating someone, I want to feel something, right? But I don't want to feel like I'm your mother. I don't want to feel like you're taking from me. And so my new quest is now trying to decipher who can get these hands as far as, like, these spiritual hands, like, as far as, like, you know what I mean? Who was really trying to take advantage of a situation for their own personal gain? And who is really here to try to date me? They don't need no help. They just trying to see what's good with me. They just trying to see me win because they want to be standing right there. Those are the people that I want to date. I don't want to date somebody that is a, a eight-year-old child in a corner who claims that he hates a particular race of people, but you'd be married to the daughter. That doesn't make sense to me. That is some sort of like weird, coontastic, like slave mentality. It's just very odd to me, right? And when people say like, you know, because we talk about a lot of men grow up to marry women that are like their mothers or they grow up to, you know, embody. And so I, I look at my son and I say, okay, that makes sense. I look at my brothers. I say, that makes sense. Hopefully they take the good pieces, Right. But intrinsically, your wife doesn't have to be black, white, and different. It could just be the way that she makes you feel. That is the same way as your mother. My son is loved. So no matter what across the board, y'all daughters are going to have a hard time, not because I made my son difficult, but because my son knows how to do everything already. He cooks, he cleans, he washes his own laundry. You're going to have to come with your own table to get at my son. But that was part of my healing. My son's a fire son. My son's an Aries. So you see how that works. I have Aries all up and through my family, right? So I have to deal with my son differently than I would everybody else. But my son recently learned about my wrath. And I had to tell my son, I said, you're the only person in the entire United States of America and the world that will speak to me like that, and I don't take them clean out, literally. I said, if everybody else walks around here with some level of respect and some level of fear, you should too. And no, children should not fear their parents, but you have to respect me. Because what I'm capable of and what you're capable of, two things, and you come from me. So you're going get to get, get to it later. But right now I need you to just focus on being a kid and being respectful of your mama and your daddy. So I, um, I had an important lesson this week in wrath, right? And the funny thing about my wrath is I never tell anybody when it's coming. They don't know it's coming, but when it happens, they know it came from me. They know that either I, I prayed about it, and not like in a retaliation. You know, lately I've just been feeling like a lot of y'all have the, if y'all don't have nothing else, y'all have the audacity. And I feel like that in dating because I feel like you men will literally stalk me. You will follow my pages. You will know everything about me, so you think, because 99% of what I post on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter is only 1% of my life. My life is far more fabulous than what I post about, but I like to post because I have, you know, I want to have some privacy and anonymity about myself, right? And so you guys will have the blueprint and still can't build the house with me, right? It's because you don't want to. It is. It's because you like the idea of me. You don't like that you lack the maturity to really sit down and say, well, what are her shadows? Where, where's her little girl live at? My shadow self. There's a whole bunch of us, a whole gang of us in here. You know, well, what does she need from me? So I have somebody that's like, well, what do you need? And let me help you. Let's help us. You know, I have somebody that's in that headspace, but he has his, you know, his other things with him. And he really, I'm not saying he doesn't have a shadow. I think he acknowledges things, but I think that he is um, in a shell, 
right? So it's funny because I was joking with him and I said, you know, you're, <laughs> I was like, I feel like that scene between, because he hasn't experienced a lot of things and that I would love to like experience with him, like, and just hang out and just be able to like show him certain things. And it's funny because I said, I feel like I'm Sugar Avery talking to Miss Seeley when they was in the room. And she's like, you a virgin, Miss Seeley? Like just, you know, not sexual, but just a lot of things that he's not done that I'm just like, wow, you know? So, you know, we all are trying to mend the little kids that are inside of us that didn't get enough love, didn't get enough food, didn't get enough discipline, you know, because a lot of us like discipline. You know, we, we, we lack the discipline to be able to turn down a pussy or two. You know, we, we lack the discipline to be able to tell a man no. You know, I had a situation last night, and it's, it's I, I have to share this because it just goes to show you, like, how spirit will continuously keep literally looping a reel in your life. So the gentleman that I was very enamored with about a month ago or so looked like this other gentleman that I dated. Yeah, remember I told you about that. That particular gentleman actually came into my job last night. And it was funny because I was expecting someone else to be coming in, you know, just like, you know, to say hello or whatever. So now I'm paranoid because I'm like, oh, my God, because this particular person drinks too much, way too much. And what's crazy is, they all look like they could be related. They're not, but it's just, it's crazy from just different walks of life, different, just all of them. And my girlfriend's like, yo, you definitely have a type. I'm like, I know, fine. So the guy comes in, he doesn't speak to me. I don't care, obviously. Um, And he's not speaking to me because I don't have nothing to say to you since like, I don't know, 10 years ago. So like, you know, and, and I knew he had some alcohol issues, which is a big demon of his, which, you know, I talked about him on my show some years back. Mm who um, he tried to lay hands on me. Well, he did, but that didn't end well. And um, it is what it is. And then I come to find out something that brought me to tears a couple months back, that he had done some damage to someone else, and as a result, she miscarried. So he doesn't know that I know that. So I'm very leery of this gentleman at this time because I'm just like, your temper has gotten worse over the years, and it seems to all be directed at women. And I went through a period where I dated men that hated women. They can still, it's, remember I told you, it doesn't mean gay. It just means that they don't have the proper feminine structure in place to let them know this is what it looks like when you're loved by a woman. And that starts 100% with your mama, right? So we, like I said before, we always talk about girls with daddy issues. We never talk about boys with mommy issues. And so this gentleman came in last night, and he's looking at me, and I can see, like, he's drinking, and he keeps coming back to where I'm at, and he's not saying anything. So finally, he comes over, he says something, but I can smell the Listerine on his breath, which is an old alcoholic trick. And I just, I look at his face, and you, again, because I see the shadows, I see the little kid, right? I see the little kid who didn't, it's, and it's not, it's not as simple as, like, he didn't get hugs from his mom. Like, his mom just literally wasn't in the picture, Right, and so his skin, like I hate it. Like it, it looks like a sponge, like a real sponge from like the bottom of the ocean. Like if you ever seen a real sponge, like all his pores, like he looks sick, and he was sick the last time I saw him, like some years back. And it's just so sad because he's gorgeous, right? So it's so sad. And I remember him talking to me, and I, and my inner self, my inner child, is like, mm mm, we don't mm get back. And I had just got the text from my other friend that was saying like he wasn't coming in that evening it was weird because it was like clockwork this particular person then comes up and starts talking to me so now I'm like a little bit frightened because I'm like this is a person that you know my triggers are sudden hand movements I don't like that I don't like when you raise your voice or threaten me because now I'm gonna stand with my legs in a certain stance because I'm assuming that you're gonna hit me that's how I know that's crazy but that's how I am but, but that's my victim inside of me my little girl right so I said something to him, and he's like, oh, I've been calling and texting you, and I was like, I changed my phone number. And I really didn't. I just said that because I didn't feel like arguing. I'm at my job. And so he's like, I just wanted to ask you a question, and I just wanted to tell you that I love you. And this is years later. So y'all can go out there and have these relationships. And, like, you know, whether it was a lie, whether he was drunk or not, men always come back to where they feel like it was home, Right? So that has nothing to do with sex. That just has to do with a vibe. That just has to do with that's my work. That's my, my gift. Here, keep it. So 
He's like, oh, you know, something about love. And I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, don't tell me no. And it triggered something in me because that's the whole reason we got into a fight is because you have a man that's telling you he loves you. And I am just, I'm not anti-love. I, I wasn't. I just don't really like to be in it. It's just really causes me problems. So I just stay out of love. You know, I just would rather stay in like. And I remember he told me he loved me one day. We were in the car. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he, like, punched me in the face. Because I guess I didn't respond the way he wanted me to. And now, you know what I mean? Here you are still looking for the same love years later. You done lost a baby. You done went to jail. You probably have like three or four DUIs. Like, there's nothing. I, listen, there, there's nothing wrong with looking at someone saying, I can't, I can't deal with you. You're going to need to, like, assist yourself. Like, I'm not, I'm not in the business of sheltering broken men in my vagina. I'm just, I'm not doing that. Or in my home, like, I'm not doing that. And so all of these things are happening. And really the only person that I wanted to see is the person that I know is going to protect me the most. Like I know, like, even though we're not together and we're just in a friendly stage, that this person, if he were to come in here and see me looking uncomfortable like that, was going to be like, hey, you good, like, or something. And then I could have swayed out. So, like, to see the text message that that person wasn't coming, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? So you, you have to be careful when you're dealing with men that are broken, right? We're all broken some kind of way. But sometimes it's cracks, sometimes it's holes, sometimes it's creases, and sometimes it's just a bottomless pit. You know, like the one gentleman that I was talking about, that's the little boy in the corner, that's who I wanted to love on, right? So as the grown man, I don't know that I wanted to love on him. I know that I wanted to love on the little boy that didn't get enough, right? And I can't do that because the adult, the ego in him, the id, that's the part of the ego that we hate that causes you to do things you shouldn't do, and pride, um, is doing things that is making it just unbearable for me to even be your friend. So I don't want to talk now because now I'm trying with great patience not to exercise wrath. Because it's like you saw all the live videos. You saw all my postings and everything about how I feel and what my morals are and what my compass is. And you still found a way to disrespect that sacred space that I told you that I was saving. You still found a way. And there's a consequence for that. And it's not a punishment. It's not a threat. It's just you're going to have to get something for that because a queen might let you slide, right? You might go back and tell all the peasants that the queen let you slide. As a God, I don't have a choice, right? Because I don't want you to ever think that you just met somebody. And you know I'm a celestial being. You knew that. You said it. And you still chose, you know, and I know that this particular person didn't mean it, but it's just that indecisiveness as a child, right? So my mom used to tell me, you know, when you have a situation where you feel like you're not the first choice, that means you're not a priority. And you should act according to that. So when I say I do whatever I want to do, a lot of you ladies need to start doing what you want to do too. Be careful always because, you know, men, they, they have feelings too. But for the most part, this is why I do whatever I want to do. And nobody tells me anything what to do because, A, you're not paying my bills, and, B, when it's my money, I do what I want to do. I want us collectively as women to stop sheltering shadow children, okay? In 100 cases, there may be five where a woman is credited for pulling a man out of his shadow cell. Don't do it, okay? Men, the captain save a whole thing. If you knew that she was a hoe and you know what she's capable of, right? It's the old adage about the snake. You keep putting yourself in situations, and I have a very good friend of mine that goes through this all the time. Stop buying that girl clothes so that she can go get a job. She ain't never had a job before. She ain't never had to go on an interview. You are not her father. Man don't have no kids either. You're not her father, you know, and it makes me sad that those of us that are trying to help each other and want to heal each other are having a hard time finding each other because we are in a healing space, right, as gods, trying to heal everyone and not taking any love for ourselves, which is going to cause a depletion. So in this day and age, you can be kings and queens if you want to. I prefer to function as a god, which means that at any given point in time, I'm the person that gets to show grace, mercy, or wrath. That's really the only difference. Because if I was just functioning as a queen still, 
I might still be able to talk to you. I'm not functioning as that anymore. I have a legacy. I have all that through my son but and through my work, my charitable donations, my foundations, the 5013Cs and everything else that we have going on. But I also have a responsibility to this realm, right, to make sure that I'm exacting out what I was put here to do, which is to get the truth out of people, to get what their deficits are so that we can work on making you a whole person so that you too can leave this, you know, I'm a king, I'm a queen, that's cool, but like you don't want to be godly, you don't you don't want to be worshipped, you don't want people to say your name, you know, in happiness, you know, a thousand years from now. You don't want to be remembered that way. That's all that's all really gods want to do is be remembered. There's so many gods that we could talk about right now, because I know you're thinking that we're talking about the omnipotent one. There's so many gods that we could be talking about right now, God of this, God of that, you know. And I just want people to be mindful that when you are functioning in your God self, you know that you're functioning in your God self when you get to a level like Mike Tyson. When you get to a level where you could just punch and split everybody's wig completely open and you choose not to do it because the lesson is bigger than that. The lesson is is way bigger than that, and you don't want to mess up your reputation, right, unless you are the God of wrath. There's several of them. I choose to be somebody that brings the truth. So if that means I have to tell your truth, if that means that you're going to have to leave me alone, you know, for a while so you could live in your truth, I lived in my truth. It was hurtful. It was painful. It almost killed me. I don't need to live in anybody else's truth. I don't need, you know, and like I told somebody, I'm not always the angel in everybody's story. Sometimes I'm the demon. Sometimes I'm the person that came and made you face whatever it was that you were going through head on because you refused to face it. And as a result, you disrespected me while you were trying to find yourself, and that's not fair to me, which is why the truth is so important because in the truth, you're protecting me. You're not protecting me or anybody else when you lie to yourself. So I can lie to myself. Listen, I tell you that before. Oh, you should stop dating this type of person. I'm not. I'm going to solely date psychopaths because that's what I like, that's what I am, and that's, you know, that part is true, like attract like. But I also understand a psychopath, not a sociopath, because that's a low-level demon, please, they wish. Um, I, I entertain psychopaths and not in the sense of um, serial killer psychopath. Actually, very few serial killers are psychopaths. They're actually sociopaths. But I like a psychopath. I like somebody that is thoughtful resonates with what they the the capacity the power of what they could do is in tune with their mental health is in tune with what triggers them like I told you mine is hand movements and disrespectful speak right and I'm not talking like oh you a bitch ah oh, your mom's a bitch whatever you know not stuff like that I'm talking about like very deliberate demonic speak to me I don't like that I don't like people moving their hands I just blank completely out and I'm not I don't even fight no more right because look at me right I'm little I don't you know but it's important for me to understand the deities that actually protect me, right? So I was laughing the other day, and I was talking about um, Oyayanza coming through, which Oyayanza in African uh, spirituality is very similar to Santissima Muerte, the goddess of death, and Persephone. So you see how all these different cultures have similar deities, right? We just call them something else. And so Oyayanza was in love with um, Shango. And Shango was a hoe, and he was very gorgeous and beautiful. He was a warrior. But he also was with Oshun, which Oshun was um, one of the most beautiful deities ever. So that's the depiction that we have of Beyonce in the, the yellow dress. And then Ogun comes into there. He's also a god of war. He's He functions as a lot of our fathers, right? So when you read the story of, of Oya, Yanza, and, and Shango, um, you, you you know what? Just read it yourself. Oyayanza and Shango. It's it's a it's a heartfelt love story, but it also goes about how you should mind your own business and how you should be mindful of the gods, right? Because whatever is ill fated for you to happen, it's going to happen regardless. You can you can walk around the corner sixteen times and still end up in the exact same spot. Jonah and the whale, whatever you want to call it. So for me. I'm going to end this show because 2019, I really went and I sat down. I sat my ass down. But, like, 2020, I know that I have some love connections coming. I know that, 
there is someone being shaped and molded and formed just for me for what I need in this particular juncture in time. And um, I'm I'm happy about that, right? And so it's very confusing for me to have to enter relationships that are not based in truth. Everything, it, whether it's business, sexual, personal, if you're lying to me, you're 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 going to harm me. And then if you harm me, now I have to harm you back. And I don't necessarily mean physical. So right now I want to skip to a song that I absolutely love for Chudge for the, from the choir selection. It's by Tiana Taylor. Y'all know I love Tiana Taylor because she's just ridiculously a talented uh, performer. But she has this song, and in the video, she's in the video with Ghostface Killer, and she, like, mushes them. And it's funny because, again, I'm looking at this violence, and I'm like, oh, this is me in relationships <laughs> with my hair tied up and everything else. So, guys, make sure that if no one else is going to love you, you got to love yourself, right? Because if you love yourself, you're going to respect yourself. And the only way to respect yourself is to tell the truth to yourself and to others. You can't possibly, when people say, oh, I just love her so much, I never believe a man that tells me that he loves X, Y, and Z, okay, but will be willing to risk it all for me, right? Because if you would risk it all to be with me, but you love this person, you have a very skewed mentality of what love is, right? So just because, and also, too, on the same token, do you even know what love is? You lust me, but you love her, right? What do you think is going to happen if I touch you? You're going to love me, too. You're going to love me, and now what? Now you're confused. Go check out the story of Shango and Oyayasa. So, guys, I'm leaving you with this. Happy Sunday, y'all.